0: CBS News.
1: Big deals. Buffalo Wild Wings is back at the Parkland Big Deals store. Click on the Big Deal's logo at KFMO.com or B104FM.com and save big today. Buffalo Wild Wings and Big
2: Deal. Big deals. Season's greetings from Chief Chris Bullock and the dedicated staff at the Farmington Police Department. Wishing you a safe and joyous holiday season. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from the Farmington Police Department. Have our award-winning news delivered to your
3: inbox. The KFMO B104 Morning Cup of Coffee newsletter. A necessary start to your day. We have received a report that one of the escaped inmates... The the top stories of the
2: day have never been easier to find. With the KFMO B104 Morning Cup of Coffee newsletter. The tax rate is... Get the news delivered to your email every weekday for free.
3: With the KFMO B104 Morning Cup of Coffee newsletter. Go to KFMO.com
2: and subscribe today am 1240 kfmo the start of your day begins with the start
3: i
0: need my news weather
1: and
2: sports i'm mike ramsey reporting weather at 12 and 40 every hour i'm jared pettis we check sports and now the start on am 1240
3: kfmo well good morning to you how's everything going today and merry christmas this friday december 15th to you we're 10 days away from uh, the celebration of Christ. So, you know, it's, it's real important and it's real close. Uh, let's see, uh, what do we have temperature-wise? The sky conditions look pretty good this morning. Uh, I would say clear. There are a few clouds out there, uh, not much. 41 degrees, sunny skies. We do expect, uh, by the way, the winds are moving about 5 to 7 miles an hour, and 38 is what the temperature feels like. So I realize that's not a really big wind chill but we still have one out there i'd rather report none at all than have uh, something to tell you about that so coming up this hour in the program we have a couple of interviews for you and we're going to talk with uh first of all the st francis county sheriff's report uh hopefully dan bullock will be in here to talk with us uh maybe we can ask him about the shooting investigation we won't be able to talk too deeply about it but Uh, We can mention it. Also, uh, let's see. We have the Bismarck School District Report. We're going to have the superintendent of the Bismarck School's uh, Michael Sylvie, with us this morning. And uh, I bet they're glad for a break, just like everybody is for Christmas. That's in the school system. So we have news coming up, those interviews, and a lot more for you all uh, on the uh, morning program called The Start here at KFMO. Oh, what's going on this week in science? How about that? The big science stories this week included a study that found cats are cutthroat murderers. Well, it says that they eat at least 2,084 different species. And if you've been paying any attention and you're very old at all, you know that cats are stalkers. Yeah, they're hungry. They're wild animals sometimes, the way they act. And some are feral cats, too, you know. So definitely they're going to go after birds and small rodents and things like that and and mice and all those good deals. So that's why a lot of people have cats outdoors on their farm to get those mice out of the barn, you know, stuff like that. So it's not really a surprise unless you just don't know anything about cats. Uh, And I suppose that's possible, definitely. But uh, that happened. Plus, if you're a morning person it might be because you're part Neanderthal really well let's look further into that our ancient ancestors uh, still have about well how should I say this (laughs) we have about four percent Neanderthal DNA in our bodies and a study found a lot of those leftover bits affect genes that govern our internal clock and certain variants Make you more likely to be a morning person. Uh, I thought I was a morning person because I don't like getting up early necessarily, but let's make that more accurate and say I don't like getting up when I'm sleepy. If I wake up in bed and I'm not sleepy anymore, I don't mind getting up. But anytime I wake up in bed and I'm still sleepy, I mind getting up. So maybe we could look at it that way. Stick around, we have news next here at KFMO.
0: Hi, it's Jenny from Big Deals with some great news. A new local business has joined Big Deals. Sound the trumpets. And can I get a drum roll, please?
3: It's Suds Laundry Cleaning Service, where they come to you. They'll pick up your laundry, wash it, dry it, and deliver it to your door within 48 hours. Suds Laundry Service. Find out more at KFMO.com or B104FM.com. Looking for the perfect
1: ride doesn't have to be stressful. Ugh. McLean Motors in Farmington is your go-to destination for pre-owned cars, trucks, and Jeeps. McLean Motors has something for everyone from rugged trucks to jeeps and McLean Motors offers flexible financing options to fit your budget Monday to Friday 9 to 5 and Saturdays from 8 to 3 drive home your dream car today from McLean Motors located next to Dairy Queen and Farmington where your journey on the road begins
3: local news you can trust this is the Parkland's freedom leader am 1240 KFMO here's Mike Ramsey Good morning, it's Friday, December 15th. It's eight eleven, and in our newscast we're going to hear more about members of the Central High School football team and how they all grew up together in school. It's an interesting aspect to their first ever state championship. Also, three people are dead after a two-car crash Wednesday night in St. Francis County. We have details. And one of the accomplishments of the Madison County Chamber of Commerce for 2023 is the extension of the executive director's job into a full-time position. The chamber's director, Tessa Rekop, says being full-time allows her to combine efforts with other chambers in the area. It's such a nice community to be in because the chambers are so helpful. It's not a competitive thing. We work together.
0: The Farmington Regional Chamber and the St. John Chamber were such a huge help to me. We're excited for 2024. We've got a lot of things.
3: Rekop explains they want to add more programs to their business luncheons in the new year and to not only keep all the events from last year going, but to also make them bigger and better in 2024. Three people are dead after a two-car crash Wednesday night at 9.30 in St. Francis County. Highway Patrol reports show a car driven south on Highway 221 south of Buck Mountain Road by 29-year-old Bradley W. Shelton of Ironton was headed south in the northbound lane. A second automobile driven by 29-year-old Daniel A. Wills of Farmington was going north. Shelton's car crashed into Wills' vehicle head-on and caught fire. Shelton and his passenger, 42-year-old Amanda K. Snyder, also of Ironton, as well as Wills, were all pronounced dead on the scene. Members of the Central High School football team continue to celebrate their first-ever state championship. The assistant superintendent of the Central School District, Mike Harlow, says many members of the team have been in school together in the Central District since
2: kindergarten. A lot of these kids that are seniors, which I think we have 13, 14 seniors, uh, a lot of them have been together since kindergartens. And it's always special to win a championship with uh, a, a group of kids that have been together, you know, since they started school or even some of them in daycare before that. So, and it's even more special too for me personally when you have a son that is playing and has been a part of that
3: central defeated seneca by a score of 48 to 34 for the championship which you heard here on am 1240 kfmo and that's news i'm mike ramsey reporting for kfmo news from the collins news desk looks like today we're going to have a high of 59 with partly sunny skies and currently the temperature in the parkland is 41 degrees with sunshine time for sports with jared pettis stay tuned and check the website KFMO.com.
1: It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis on the local side. Girls basketball from Fredericktown on Thursday as the Lady Black Cats played host to the West County Lady Bulldogs. Two teams with records under 500 but are starting to find their footing. And at least for Fredericktown, they pull away with the winner 63 26, as it was an all around effort for Fredericktown in the game. West County trailed after one 15 8, and Fredericktown put up 21 points in the second to lead at half 36 16 and outscored West County. County 11 to two in the third, then 16 to eight in the fourth for a final score. Again, that's 63-26. After the win, head coach of the Fredericktown Lady Blackcats, Micah Reitzel, it was
4: a big win. It was a another good momentum builder for us. You know, as we get ready to roll into the Christmas tournament. Um, you know, I was pr- I was proud of our effort. You know, uh, we got we got minutes for everybody on the roster, and we got some. Um, buckets from several, you know, almost everybody on the roster, and it was a good night for us. West County head coach
1: John Barnett, will this be a game he burns the tape instead of review it?
5: I think it is.
4: Um, we did a we did what, early on. We did what we wanted to. We tried to take a couple kids out of the game out of the game on off offensively, and they had another kid step up. And you sometimes you have to see if another kid's going to rise up. And uh, number 15, man, she had a she had a good game.
1: That number 15, he was talking about for Fredericktown. Amelia Miller led all scorers with 19 points. Gabby McFadden added 14 points off the bench. West County's leading scorer, that was Maylee Merrill. She contributed 11 points in the game, seven of which came in the second half. The Black Cats are back in action on the 18th, taking on Arcadia Valley, a Lady Tiger bunch that's been hot recently. While the West County Lady Bulldogs play Saturday in the St. Francis County Rotary Shootout at the Bob Seekers Fieldhouse, we'll have coverage of that one as they take on the Festus Tigers. As they take on the Festus Tigers. Final score one more time, Fredericktown 63 West County 26, the Lady Cats 4-5, West County 2-7, and and they've lost the last seven games. Other basketball action from Thursday on the girls' side. Bismarck top five Burnham 43-36 despite foul trouble. The Central Lady Rebels beat St. Vincent 60-40, and Kingston falls to St. Genevieve 69-34, while the Valley Catholic Lady Warriors were at Potosi and beat the Lady Trojans in overtime 69-65. And the Valley Caledonia Lady Vikings top Crystal City, the Lady Hornets, 55-19. And boys basketball, Bismarck 66, Burnham 26. Kingston is now 7-1 as they beat Grandview 84-50. And Valley Caledonia beats Crystal City on the road 68-61. And in boys and girls wrestling, it was a tri-match from Owensville featuring Potosi Sullivan and Owensville. Potosi goes 0-2 on the boys' side while the Lady Trojans went 1-1. Also on Thursday, it was announced that the North County Lady Raiders will name a new head coach for the volleyball team, and it'll be former Lady Raider Emily Eaton. Eaton played at North County and at Middle Area College, and for the last two seasons was an assistant under then-head coach Chelsea Crocker. Crocker, in her seven seasons at North County, compiled a record of 77, 125, and twenty. Coming up today on the local side, boys' basketball. Arcadia Valley is at Saxony Lutheran, while the Bismarck Indians play host to Meadow Heights. The Farmington Knights are at Cape Central going up against the Tigers. And the Fredericktown Blackcats travel to St. Genevieve and face off against the Valley Catholic Warriors. DeSoto is at home against St. Paul, and St. Jen plays at Jefferson. And our broadcast matchup, the Central Rebels are at home against the Festus Tigers, a game that was originally scheduled for December 1st. Coverage will start at 7 o'clock on AM 1240 KFMO with tip-off at 7.30. Rebels head coach Brad Gross on the Festus Tigers.
6: You have them play a little bit in the course. Uh, you know, they're going to be a tough team. It looks like they they shoot a lot of threes and they shoot it well. So uh, we're going to have to get out and put some pressure on them and... Uh... Try to run off the line a little bit.
1: Again, coverage tonight starting at 7 on KFMO. Tip off at 7.30. We'll have live video at kfmosports.com One girls basketball matchup in Clearwater is at home against Valley Caledonia and boys and girls wrestling. St. Genevieve battles in the Moberly duel while their girls team plays at Eldon in the tournament and Central is at the Cape Central Classic while the Farmington Knights duel it out in the Kansas City Stampede. From there to the ice at Enterprise Center as the St. Louis Blues played host to the Ottawa Senators the first game since the firing of head coach Craig Berube and the first game for Drew Bannister behind the NHL bench. He's the interim head coach. Alex Ferrario and the Blues Radio Network have the recap.
6: Last night, the Blues continued their three-game homestand and played in their first game under interim head coach Drew Bannister. First period, Robert Thomas got the scoring started. Eight minutes and 20 seconds in his 11th goal of the season. He continued the scoring into the second period, picking up his second goal of the game to extend the lead for the Blues. Then Brandon Saad would score three and a half minutes later to put the Blues up by three. Ottawa would push back late in the second period to get one, but then Pavel Buchnevich scored in the third period to cap off the 4-1 lead for the Blues. Ottawa would score late, but Jordan Bennington stops 32 of 34 shots to pick up his ninth victory of the season. As the Blues pick up the first win for Drew Bannister as an NHL head coach, 14-14-1 and on the season, back at it on Saturday to wrap up the homestand against the Dallas Stars. 7 o'clock puck drop, 6.30 pregame skate on the St. Louis Blues Radio Network.
1: Alex, thanks. Interim coach Drew Bannister after winning his first game behind the bench as an
6: NHL head coach. It's not about me. It's never going to be about me. Um, It's about the group of players out there. Um, I think that's, you know, when I look at the game, I'm proud of the way we played. Uh, This group has gone through a lot in the last 48 hours, and It wasn't perfect, but they responded
1: well here. Blues winger Jordan Kyrou met with the media prior to the game. And with Jeremy Rutherford with the athletic out of St. Louis, asked his relationship with Berube, Kyrou said, I've got no comment. He's not my coach anymore. Well, the fans determined this as a slight to head coach Craig Berube, who brought St. Louis its first Stanley Cup and booed kairu in the opening lineup introduction and every time kairu got the puck in the game jordan kairu did he hear the booze from the fans after they heard about his
7: comments regarding fire head coach craig berube i definitely heard those um i mean it's not easy obviously but you know i see where they're coming from you know, with all my comments on it so that's definitely tough i mean you know i love playing here i love playing in front of the fans <laughs> it's just tough right like you know, I love playing here, so it's just it's tough to hear the fans booing me there. Kyrou,
1: in his post game press conference, was very emotional, and he responds to those comments he made pregame that was interpreted as a slight toward Craig Berube.
7: I obviously, respect Chief. You know, been my coach for the whole time I've been here, right? So, you know, I respect everything he's done here. You know, he's done, he's done a great job. You know, he won a cup, right? So, all I really meant was, you know, I'm just trying to focus on my future and you know focus on what I can do to help my team win. so that's, that's all I really meant
1: the Blues are back at Enterprise Center Saturday when they host the Dallas Stars coverage on B104.3 starts at 630 Chris Kerber and the Blues Radio Network have all the coverage at 7 and NFL the Kansas City Chiefs play Sunday at New England against the Patriots coverage at 11 a.m. on KFMO with kickoff at high noon Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes what can he do to get the team back on track after their division lead has shrunk to one game and
5: they've lost the last two all I can do is go about business I like I do every single week and try to get uh, better and better and play uh, the best football I can uh, for this upcoming week um, and so it's uh, the division is tight the AFC is tight, um, we have to just go out there and play our best football and try to get better um, this week and try to find a way to get a win. The
1: Chiefs and Patriots from Foxboro. that's coming up on Sunday 11 a.m. on KFMO And NCAA football, the SEC released the 2024 football schedule, it'll be the first season since 1991 that the SEC will play a schedule without divisional competition. The top two teams in the league standings based on winning percentage will play in the 33rd SEC football championship game in Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Saturday, December 7th. The full list of scheduling for the SEC for 2024 can be found on the SEC's website, secsports.com. That's
4: sports. I'm Jared Pettis. Find your dream home today at Gifford Homes in Farmington. As the leading manufacturer, home dealer in Southeast Missouri, Gifford Homes has three different brands to choose from, including Sunshine Homes, Champion, and Prime. Gifford Homes specializes in helping families like you find the home of their dreams. Visit Gifford Homes today, located at the junction of Highways H and 67, about three miles south of the city limits of Farmington, or call 573-760-0011. Gifford Homes in Farmington, your
3: home buying specialists. Are you struggling with your car, but you don't have a reliable shop? Let's ask a friend. Who do you take your car to?
2: Oh, Wade's Automotive.
6: I'd trust Wade's Automotive.
0: Wade's? Wade's Automotive in Farmington.
3: Well, it's unanimous. Take it to Wade's Auto Service in Farmington with a full-service shop specializing in brakes, rotors, A.C. repair, transmission, even battery problems. Plus, they have a two-year, 24,000-mile part and labor warranty. Trust Wade's Auto Service, two twenty-eighties Terrison Street, Farmington. The employees and staff at your hometown Walmart Supercenter in
4: Farmington are proud to support our local communities. Walmart Supercenter in Farmington wants to wish all of their customers, family, and friends a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Walmart Supercenter in Farmington. Save money. Live better.
3: It's 823 at KFMO. We'll have the St. Francis County Sheriff's Report for you in just a moment. Stay tuned. Kids'
6: birthday party coming
3: up.
0: If you have an event that you're hosting and you need a custom cake, cookie, or just have a sweet tooth and want a tasty sweet treat,
6: Lulu's Cakes in Deloge is just the place.
0: With their years of experience and attention to detail, you won't be disappointed.
6: Lulu's Cakes on Lincoln Street in Deloge can create custom orders for cakes and cookies for any occasion.
0: Open daily, Tuesday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. and Saturday, 7 a.m. to 3 p.m.
3: Lulu's Lulu's Cakes. Cakes! This holiday season, visit the UPS Store in Deloge and Farmington. Your one-stop shop for all things shipping, including happy returns. Trust the UPS Store for reliable postal services. Happy holidays from the UPS Store in Deloge and Farmington your fuel system can help your engine run better and improve gas mileage visit o'reilly auto parts and pick up a bottle of chevron Techron fuel system cleaner on sale now buy one get one free plus get two times o rewards points get more fuel saving tips from the professional parts people at your local o'reilly auto parts or visit o'reillyauto.com From our KFMO Weather Center, we have a temperature now this morning of, uh, let's see, it's sunny skies and it's 42 degrees. We're looking for a high near 60 today. That's all from our KFMO Weather Center. Big
0: deals. Hi, it's Jenny from Big Deals with some great news. A new local business has joined Big Deals. Sound the trumpets. And can I get a drum roll, please?
3: it's Nickel Suds laundry cleaning service where they come to you they'll pick up your laundry wash it dry it and deliver it to your door within 48 hours nickel suds laundry service find out more at kfmo.com or b104fm.com hungry
4: The Riverside Grill on East Main Street in Park Hills has homemade daily specials like ham and beans or chicken and dumplings or choose from a menu of other delicious entrees such as their all-you-can-eat catfish, country-fried steak, hand-cut ribeye steaks cooked just the way you like, or maybe you want a simple burger and fries. Or stop by for a hearty breakfast every day from 7.30 a.m. to 11 a.m. Dine in, call ahead, or hit the drive-thru. It's the Riverside Grill across from the Farmer's Market in Park Hills.
2: Precious
6: memories left behind Bring us joy and peace of mind When we celebrate the lives of those we love
3: Your memories are precious. That's why at Cuisines we take the time to find out what made your loved ones special. You can count on us to help you plan a service that will be just as unique as the person you love.
6: Celebrate the lives of those
4: love. Cozine Memorial Chapel and Crematory in Farmington.
2: Happy holidays, y'all. I'm Bart, owner of Scooter's Coffee in Farmington. Are you looking for that perfect gift for your mom, dad, son, daughter, teacher, barber, eye doctor, popcorn maker at the local theater? Everyone loves Scooter's Coffee gift cards. And this holiday season, we're doing something special. For every $30 in gift cards you purchase, you get a free drink card for a free drink of any size in the month of January. Wow! Now that's a deal. Come on down to Scooter's Coffee in Farmington and get your gift card for the whole family there's just something special about scooters coffee
6: this holiday season the team at lawas north america and saint genevieve wishes you a merry christmas and a happy new year may your festivities be filled with joy and warmth happy holidays from lawas north america to you and yours
0: bird's eye view extends warm wishes to their amazing patients merry christmas and happy new year may your holidays sparkle with joy Your vision, their priority. Cheers to a bright and healthy year ahead.
3: This is The Start on AM 1240 KFMO. It's Friday, December 15th, and it's time for the St. Francis County Sheriff's Report. We have Dan Bullock, uh, St. Francis County Sheriff, in studio with us this morning. Good morning, how are you?
2: I'm doing really good this morning, the sun's shining. It's cool and crisp outside, so uh, I think we're getting about ready for Christmas.
3: Uh, the, hey, uh, can you do me a favor and pull that microphone up there a little bit? Now, how's that? That's that's a little better. <laughs> well, thanks for coming in today. We really do appreciate it. Uh, there are a couple of things we're going to talk about. I wanted to talk about that uh, investigations going on. I wanted to talk about shop with a cop. and. Uh, just last year and all the improvements, you've had some great things going on in the Sheriff's Department. Maybe a little bit about what's ahead. Anything else you want to talk about? We can do that. We've got a whole list of stuff. So I guess the first thing out of the gate is the uh, shooting investigation. There was uh, apparently a shooting Wednesday on uh, Jefferson Street as it turns into Highway O at Park Hills, just outside of town.
2: The first house outside
3: yeah, that's, uh, I, as I was telling the sheriff before the interview, I drive right by there uh, many days as I go home, and sometimes I go over to Mac and all that. Uh, it's just real easy to get through there. Um, and you guys, was that the afternoon that happened?
2: It was actually in the evening, uh, probably just right before dark. I mean, it was just turning uh, dusky dark when, when I
3: yeah, because, you know, with dark being like 4.30 yes. <laughs> nowadays. Yes,
2: and in the evening time.
3: I know it. It's, it's really <laughs> not something I enjoy too much having it be dark that early. But, yeah, that's the time, and uh, I,
2: I guess the guy was taken to St. Louis. The guy was uh, taken by ambulance into St. Louis and uh, is being checked out. He's still there as of yesterday evening. Uh, looks like he will probably recover. Uh, doesn't seem to be life-threatening.
3: Well, that's good news there, and of course the investigation continues. And as we
2: get more information, we'll pass it on here. But that's about all we can talk about right now. That's uh, pretty much it. The investigation is is continuing. Probably be over with today. I mean, there's not a lot more uh, to go on. It looks like uh, uh, this this guy was was shot trying to break into a camper there at that resident. <coughs> Excuse me. Was warned to. Uh, uh, to quit and desist and leave and and uh, refuse to, and then attack the homeowner and when he did uh the guy defended himself
3: yeah
2: well, I can understand that for sure uh so that's uh
3: that's what's going on right now with that particular incident uh, let's shift gears and talk about something really
2: fun, like shop with a cop shop with a cop is coming up Tuesday the nineteenth, and we'll do our uh uh our big shop with a cop Tuesday morning about seven o'clock at Farmington Walmart invite folks to come over and watch or to participate uh, and come over and get you a hundred dollar voucher and and get a uh, uh, and get you a child and go shopping it's it's a good time
3: yeah it's just wonderful to see all those kids with uh, law enforcement and uh, emergency services personnel and just anybody else that can help you guys uh, get out there and they they shop and we've talked about this so many times but it bears repeating because these kids uh they're very responsible most all the time in
2: that situation so much so that they think about other family members while they're shopping supposedly for themselves they do and oftentimes we have to remind them hey this is is for you because they want to buy for their siblings for their parents grandparents and uh sometimes we have to say hey you need to buy something for yourself. That's what this is for.
3: Yeah, they they get that initial excitement. Okay, we've got this money. And then they're thinking, okay, how can I divide that up and, and make it fair for all the family and, and get that done? And that's, you know, that's just such a great mindset
2: to see youngsters have uh, because we don't see that all the time. No, no, we don't, not in this day and time. And, and uh, some of these, these kids don't even realize their siblings uh, most often nine times out of ten are going to be among these other kids so they don't they'll get that hundred dollars to, to shop with also and a uh, good thing is walmart does this tax-free they get a, a full hundred dollars when they go shopping like that so wow that's great uh, that helps helps out considerably
3: yeah yeah pretty soon we're going to be paying about 10 cents on a dollar it seems like well, yes right we're getting close to that certainly are okay so shop with a cop is next tuesday Um, about how many kids are going to serve this year
2: it looks like mike we're going to have a record year it's probably going to be over 600 kids this year Mm -hmm. Uh, we've added a group on of uh, uh, cancer victim kids and Mm -hmm. we're going to shop with them separately so that their uh, immune systems are not compromised by being a around a big crowd we're going to take them we'd uh have taken on the special acre school district which uh uh, the girls in the office school shop for those kids and and then the uh regular shop with cop kids so we're going to be way up there i think we had 487 last year and it looks like we're going to top 600 this year
3: Well, that's amazing i you know you're uh, you and i think alike on this uh this topic of uh I wish we didn't have the problem to have to do it in the first place.
2: Oh, yes, and, and it is really, uh, I hate that, that we have the biggest shop with cop in the nation right here it is a wonderful thing, but that there's a need for it, we hate that, but we certainly are glad that we are able through the citizens and the area businesses and people here in San Francis County that are so gracious. That's great.
3: How many years have you have been doing this?
2: I think this is thirty-one years, <laughs> I believe. <laughs> I knew it
3: was a long
2: time. Yes, we've uh, uh, been doing it a long time. When it started it back in, I think '93 was the first year, mm-hmm. and maybe we had 57 kids that year. And now this year we're doing over 600. So, boy, that's a amazing deal.
3: Yeah, that's amazing to see all the work people have put into that. Uh, all the involvement. Um, I guess, uh, we're visiting with St. Francis County Sheriff Dan Bullock and it's the uh, St. Francis County Sheriff's report. I have a little bit of time left. I wanted to talk to you about accomplishments in
2: your department over 2023 and maybe what's ahead for 2024. We've made some big strides this year and, uh, uh a lot of that due to the ARPA funds that are out there and available. And so we've, uh, We've done some building. We've added some things on. We've uh, uh, created a, uh, a mechanic shop there because our mechanics taking care of over 100 vehicles now, uh, oil changes, servicing, uh, the mechanic work on them. And he was uh, working out of the basement of the jail, and we've got him a place where he can work now and get those things done. Uh, that's something we didn't have the money for had it not been for the— <coughs> The uh, ARPA funds, we've also added a medical wing onto the jail, which would not have happened. And, uh, of course, we passed Prop P last year, and we've added some money to the budget. We're almost uh, lacking one officer to having 10 extra road officers on the road, which is what uh, we promised the public we'd do with that money, and uh, we're getting that done.
3: I know. I I see extra cars. (laughs) I see more cars from the Sheriff's Department now. Uh, on the roads because uh, as you and many listeners know because i talk about all the time my wife and i like to take
2: rides through the country and everything and and i see sheriff's cars all over the place so that's great yes we're starting to get them out there i've had people tell me over the years i'd like to see a little more county dust on those vehicles well uh, now they should be seeing that
3: (laughs) (laughs) county dust that's
2: pretty funny (laughs) but yeah that's a serious issue and i'm glad to
3: see that's being taken care of um, uh, you know, I, I just thought of something when we talked about more cars and being more visible. I thought about the flock cameras in the county. Uh, did Were they actually installed in 23, or were they here a little before that? Or
2: Well, some of those were installed in 23, and there's more yet to come. So we're still in the process of that right now, but that is another accomplishment we're mm-hmm. uh, in the process of working on right now.
3: Yeah, those are really great too because if if you've got a kidnap victim and you have a car description, these things can help you pinpoint just where that
2: car might be, right? Yes, and and we're not out there running uh uh cameras to write traffic tickets. These are to the in case of a kidnapping or a bank robbery. If we have any kind of description of that vehicle, we can kick it in there and and uh possibly track that car.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're for serious use. It's not something that, you know, just cause you went 47 in a 45 zone. Don't worry, the flat camera is not going. No,
2: nope, we're <laughs> gonna we're bother. we're not doing that. And and no. I would take them down before I would do something like well, that. Yeah, but,
3: yeah, uh, that's that's just uh, silly. You know, but they're they're
2: definitely, in my opinion, they're a good thing to have. We just uh, recovered a stolen uh, truck and and equipment up in uh st louis uh i don't remember the town collinsville somewhere like that due to the uh uh, being able to track that down with flock cameras they work
3: yeah they do work they're very good uh so what's up for 2024 any major things coming up or
2: well we're going to continue with our flock project we're also uh uh, looking at upgrading our records management system because it's about to run out of room. It's going to be quite an expensive thing, so uh, we're going to be looking at that and trying to find funds to get that done. With quite an expensive project, I mean, I'm talking in the neighborhood uh, of $300,000 to uh, to migrate all of our information we have over the years mm-hmm. into a uh, a new server system. So. Uh, that's something I'm working on right now I'm trying to get that done
3: yeah boy that's a
2: bear too I worked for a big company one time
3: and we had sales records that were in the system from ten years earlier you know a lot of records and this uh, software company came along and said why, we can sell you new sales software, and all that stuff just slides right over into yeah, that.
2: not so. No, it wasn't so. We lost so much in that changeover. It was incredible. Well, it's, And that, that's something we can't afford to do is, right. is lose these police records. So, And we have them back to 1995 when wow. we become automated, mm-hmm. uh, got off of paper and on the computers. And so uh, those records we have to try to keep. the we have a tremendous amount of mug shots and information in that system that we got to try to hang on to. You bet. You need that stuff if it's uh, legalese like that. Um,
3: anything else you want to talk about today?
2: I think we've about beat uh, beat <laughs> this thing to a, a frazzle here. But uh, I just want to thank everyone, the citizens here in San Francis County, the area businesses, uh, the labor, everyone that has, has donated money to this Shop with a Cop program. It's been a tremendous uh, thing for the county and the kids here, and uh, it's going to be another success this year. We appreciate it and thank everyone so much. It's been really a good effort.
3: Sheriff, thanks for being here today, and Merry Christmas to you. We appreciate you.
2: Merry Christmas to you and everyone out there.
3: That's Sheriff Dan Bullock of St. Francis County here on the radio AM 1240. Up next, we'll have a newscast. Stay tuned. Weather
4: is brought to you by Kitchell Accounting Impact Service in Ironton. It's never too early to start crunching those numbers, downloading those forms, and organizing all those receipts you put in your shoebox. Getting frustrated yet? Yeah. Try crunching this number, 573-546-3104. Accountant Stephanie Kitchell with Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton, year-round for tax and business consulting, accounting, and bookkeeping and payroll. Crunch that number one more time: 573-546-3104. A trusted name in the Arcadia Valley area. Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton.
0: Sunshine today. Or high temperatures this afternoon, around sixty. We will see occasional rain tonight. Overnight low in the upper thirties. Clouds and rain on Saturday are high near 50. And then Sunday at this point looks also dry. Partly sunny skies are high right around 50 degrees. Monday, we're back to blue sky and sunshine. Highs near 45. Tuesday, sunny skies are high close to 45 degrees. From the Parkland's 24-hour weather center, I'm meteorologist Sally Russell.
2: Missed any of the
3: start? We have another special guest on the line with us. Well, now you can hear it anytime, anywhere. Send straight to your phone. Subscribe to The Start on AM 1240 KFMO Podcast. You'll hear all the best The Start has to offer. Missouri 8th District United States Congressman Jason Smith. Even if you sleep in a little bit later. It's time for another Missouri State
2: Legislative Report. Subscribe today to The Start from AM 1240 KFMO with Apple and Spotify Podcasts local news
3: you can trust this is the parklands freedom leader am 1240 kfmo here's mike ramsey good morning it's friday december 15th and the time yeah we're way off base but that's okay because we have a lot to say around here and we do it it's 8 41 uh, stay tuned for news we're going to be talking about several items including saint genevieve with a new interim county collector Also, uh, Mineral Area College Board of Trustees members approving the placement of a no-tax bond issue on the April ballot. And Missouri Job Center specialists are there to help job seekers with assistance in many different aspects of looking for work. A services manager and marketing specialist with the Park Hills Job Center, Deborah Thompson, says... The office is more than just an unemployment office.
5: If you've been out of the interviewing world and job searching world, times have changed and interviewing has changed. Well, we can help you with that and, and explain to to you and, and do mock interviews and mock panel
2: interviews and mock virtual interviews.
3: For more information or questions about assistance from the Job Center, call Thompson at 573 518 2644. St. Genevieve County has a new interim county collector, Lisa Marshall, after the resignation of Kim Gelo from the post. A news release from the county commission indicates she tendered her resignation Monday. It's not known why Gelo resigned and no reason was given. St. Genevieve County commissioners appointed Marshall Thursday. Governor Mike Parson is expected to make her the permanent collector for the county. Commissioners also want county residents to know the collector's office will continue to operate as normal during this tax season. Mineral Area College Board of Trustees members are approving the placement of a no-tax bond issue on the April ballot. A no-tax increase bond issue, that is. The president of the college, Dr. Joe Gilgore, says if approved, the measure would bring in about 22 million dollars to help with capital improvements, including a special solar energy project. We're going
6: to spend most of that on a solar project to convert the entire campus to solar energy, which uh, will save the college about $500,000 a year is what we're paying right now in electric bills. Uh, We'll save a lot of money for the college that we can put back into paying our people appropriately, keeping costs low for
3: students, uh, those general operating costs. Gilgore adds there are many additional campus improvements and updates they wish to perform with the money. The funds would have to be spent over a three-year period. That's news from AM 1240. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for KFMO News from the Collins News Desk. It's Friday, December 15th, 844. Stay tuned. Sports next with Jared Pettis at AM 1240. Check the website, kfmo.com.
1: It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis on the local side. Girls basketball from Fredericktown on Thursday as the Lady Black Cats played host to the West County Lady Bulldogs. Two teams with records under 500 but are starting to find their footing. And at least for Fredericktown, they pull away with the winner 63 26, as it was an all around effort for Fredericktown in the game. West County trailed after one 15 8, and Fredericktown put up 21 points in the second to lead at half 36 16. And Outscored West County 11 to two in the third, then 16 to eight in the fourth, for a final score again that's 63-26. After the win, head coach of the Fredericktown Lady Black Cats, Micah Reitzel, it was
4: a big win. It was a another good momentum builder for us. You know, as we get ready to roll into the Christmas tournament. Um, you know, I was pr- I was proud of our effort. You know, uh, we got we got minutes for everybody on the roster, and we got some. Um, buckets from several you know almost everybody on the roster and it was a good night for us west county head coach john barnett
1: will this be a game he burns the tape instead of review it
4: i think it is um we did a we did early on we did what we wanted to we tried to take a couple kids out of the game out of the game on off offensively and they had another kid step up and you sometimes you have to see if another kid's gonna rise up and uh number 15 man she had a she had a good game
1: that number 15 he was talking Talking about for Fredericktown, Amelia Miller led all scorers with 19 points. Gabby McFadden added 14 points off the bench. West County's leading scorer, that was Maylee Merrill. She contributed 11 points in the game, seven of which came in the second half. The Black Cats are back in action on the 18th, taking on Arcadia Valley, a Lady Tiger Bunch that's been hot recently. While the West County Lady Bulldogs play Saturday in the St. Francis County Rotary Shootout at the Bob Seekers Fieldhouse, we'll have coverage of that one as they take on the Festus Tigers. As they take on the Festus Tigers. Final score one more time, Fredericktown 63, West County 26. The Lady Cats 4-5, West County 26. 2-7, and and they've lost the last seven games. Other basketball action from Thursday on the girls' side. Bismarck top five Burnham 43-36. Despite foul trouble, the Central Lady Rebels beat St. Vincent 60-40, and Kingston falls to St. Genevieve 69-34, while the Valley Catholic Lady Warriors were at Potosi and beat the Lady Trojans in overtime 69-65. And the Valley Caledonia Lady Vikings top Crystal City, the Lady Hornets, 55-19. And boys basketball, Bismarck 66, Burnham 26. Kingston is now 7-1 as they beat Grandview 84-50. And Valley Caledonia beats Crystal City on the road 68-61. And in boys and girls wrestling, it was a tri-match from Owensville featuring Potosi Sullivan and Owensville. Potosi goes 0-2 on the boys' side while the Tr- Lady Trojans went 1-1. Also on Thursday, it was announced that the North County Lady Raiders will name a new head coach for the volleyball team, and it'll be former Lady Raider Emily Eaton. Eaton played at North County and at Middle Area College, and for the last two seasons was an assistant under then-head coach Chelsea Crocker. Crocker, in her seven seasons at North County, compiled a record of 77, 125, and 20. Coming up today on the local side, boys' basketball. Arcadia Valley is at Saxony Lutheran, while the Bismarck Indians play host to Meadow Heights. The Farmington Knights are at Cape Central going up against the Tigers. And the Fredericktown Blackcats travel to St. Genevieve and face off against the Valley Catholic Warriors. DeSoto is at home against St. Paul, and St. Jen plays at Jefferson. And our broadcast matchup, the Central Rebels, are at home against the Festus Tigers, a game that was originally scheduled for December 1st. Coverage will start at 7 o'clock on AM 1240 KFMO with tip-off at 7.30. Rebels head coach Brad Gross
6: on the Festus Tigers. You have seen them play a little bit in the side course. Uh, you know, they're going to be a tough team. It looks like they they shoot a lot of threes and they shoot it well. So uh, we're going to have to get out and put some pressure on them and... Uh... I'm off the line a little bit.
1: Again, coverage tonight starting at 7 on KFMO. Tip off at 7.30. We'll have live video at KFMO One girls basketball matchup in Clearwater is at home against Valley Caledonia and boys and girls wrestling. St. Genevieve battles in the Moberly duel while their girls team plays at Eldon in the tournament and Central is at the Cape Central Classic while the Farmington Knights duel it out in the Kansas City Stampede. From there to the ice at Enterprise Center as the St. Louis Blues played host to the Ottawa Senators the first game since the firing of head coach Craig Berube and the first game for Drew Bannister behind the NHL bench. He's the interim head coach. Alex Ferrario and the Blues Radio Network have the recap. Last night, the
6: Blues continued their three-game homestand and played in their first game under interim head coach Drew Bannister. First period, Robert Thomas got the scoring started. Eight minutes and 20 seconds in his 11th goal of the season. He continued the scoring into the second period, picking up his second goal of the game to extend the lead for the Blues. Then Brandon would score three and a half minutes later to put the Blues up by three. Ottawa would push back late in the second period to get one, but then Pavel Buchnevich scored in the third period to cap off the 4-1 lead for the Blues. Ottawa would score late, but Jordan Bennington stops 32 of 34 shots to pick up his ninth victory of the season. As the Blues pick up the first win for Drew Bannister as an NHL head coach, the on the season, back at it on Saturday to wrap up the homestand against the Dallas Stars. 7 o'clock puck drop, 6.30 pregame skate on the St. Louis Blues radio network. Alex,
1: thanks. Interim coach Drew Bannister after winning his first game behind the bench as an NHL head
6: coach. It's not about me. It's never going to be about me. Um, It's about the group of players out there. Um, I think that's, you know, when I look at the game, I'm proud of the way we played. Uh, This group is gone through a lot in the last 48 hours and it wasn't perfect, but they responded well here to
1: Blues winger Jordan Kyrou met with the media prior to the game. And with Jeremy Rutherford with the Athletic out of St. Louis, asked his relationship with Berube, Kyrou said, I've got no comment. He's not my coach anymore. Well, the fans determined this as a slight to head coach Craig Bruby who brought St. Louis its first Stanley Cup, and booed Kyrou in the opening lineup introduction. And every time Kyrou got the puck in the game, Jordan Kyrou, did he hear the booze from the fans after they heard about his comments regarding Fire head coach Craig Berube? I
7: definitely heard those. Um, I mean, it's not easy, obviously, but you know, I see where they're coming from you know, with how my comments sounded. So that's definitely tough. I mean, you know, I love playing here. I love playing in front of the fans. It's just tough, right? Like. You know, I love playing here, so it's just it's tough to hear the fans booing me there. Kyrou, in his post-game
1: press conference, was very emotional, and he responds to those comments he made pre-game that
7: was interpreted as a slight toward Craig Berube. I obviously, respect, Chiefs, You know, been my coach for the whole time I've been here, right? So, you know, I respect everything he's done here. You know, he's done, he's done a great job. You know, he won a cup, right? So, all I really meant was, you know, I'm just trying to focus on my future and you know, focus on what I can do to help my team win. So that's that's all I really meant.
1: The Blues are back at Enterprise Center Saturday when they host the Dallas Stars. Coverage on B104.3 starts at 6.30. Chris Kerber and the Blues Radio Network have all the coverage at 7. And NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs play Sunday at New England against the Patriots. Coverage at 11 a.m. on KFMO with kickoff at high noon. Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes, what can he do to get the team back on track after their division lead has shrunk to one game and they've lost the last two?
5: All I can do is go about business like I do every single week and try to get uh, better and better and play uh, the best football I can uh, for this upcoming week um, and so it's uh, the division is tight the AFC is tight, um, we have to just go out there and play our best football and try to get better um, this week and try to find a way to get a win.
1: The Chiefs and Patriots from Foxborough, that's coming up on Sunday 11 a.m. on KFMO And NCAA football, the SEC released the 2024 football schedule, it'll be the first season since 1991 that the SEC will play a schedule without divisional competition. The top two teams in the league standings based on winning percentage will play in the 33rd SEC football championship game in Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta Saturday, December 7th. The full list of scheduling for the SEC for 2024 can be found on the SEC's website, secsports.com. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis.
5: Hi, this is Don Thompson, president of First State Community Bank in Potosi, wishing everyone in our community a
6: season full of special memories with your family and friends. May you capture the Christmas magic this year and pass it on. This is not headline
2: news. Another one the dust.
6: Another one it's not called the dust. dust. It's
5: called...
0: We call it the Daily Dust, with just a light dusting of gossip. I'm Audra Kane for KFMO. Taylor Swift celebrated her 34th birthday with her besties... All A-list celebs, Gigi Hadid, Blake Lively, Jack Antonoff, Zoe Kravitz, and others celebrated Taylor. And absent from the big party, boyfriend Travis Kelsey, he had to be in KC for mandatory practices with the Chiefs. When Taylor arrived, the paparazzi sang happy birthday. Beautiful. Beautiful. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday birthday to you. Happy
5: birthday (laughs) to
0: you. Only Taylor Swift gets serenaded by the paparazzi. Sydney Sweeney got bitten by a real Huntsman spider on the set of the romantic comedy *Anything Thing But You in Australia. She was supposed to be pretending it was biting her, so at first everyone thought that she was acting. Eddie Murphy is reprising his role as Detective Axel Foley in a new installment of the Beverly Hills Cop franchise. It's called Beverly Hills Cop Axel F. We'll see Eddie teamed up with Joseph Gordon-Levitt playing his new partner along with some familiar faces.
2: Your your there, okay? going to be fine. They love me
0: at Beverly Hills. <laughs> Beverly Hills Cop Axel F. Hits Netflix next summer. Mickey and Minnie Mouse officially entered the public domain in 2024, but only the versions that appeared in the 1928 animated short Steamboat Willie. And Andre Brower's Cause of Death was officially released it was lung cancer. He was 61 years old. And that's The Daily Dust. I'm Audra Kane for KFMO.
3: Thank you, Audra. We appreciate it. Up next, the Bismarck School report on KFMO.
4: Bruin Processing and Catering in Frederictown has farm-fresh beef and pork for your freezer. Bruins also has retail cuts available and catering services for most occasions. Give them a call today at 573-783-3144. That's Bruin Processing and Catering in Fredericktown.
3: Well, this is The Start on AM 1240 KFMO. Thanks for tuning in. It's time for this month's Bismarck School Report. We're going to go to the phone lines and visit with the superintendent, Dr. Michael Silvey. Good morning, superintendent. How are you today?
5: Doing great. Good morning to you, too.
3: Boy, it's a beautiful day out there. I guess everybody, uh, including staff and administration, everyone in the district, the students as, as well, are all excited about Christmas break coming up.
5: Absolutely. Um, we go until Wednesday, uh, December 20th, so a few more days of school, but uh, we've had many students and all of our faculty working hard this semester. We've had a good semester, and I think everybody's ready for, for a good break, a, few, uh, uh, a little bit of time off.
3: Yeah, I think so, and I'll, you know, I ask, uh, I forget who it was the other day that was interviewing with me, I said, can you adopt me for that school break, because (laughs) I'd like to have one, too. Just Uh, for the break, Mike. Yeah, yeah, just for the break, just for the break. Uh, I swear, I'm a pretty good student. Anyway, uh, I wanted to ask you, as I do many people this time of the year, how did last year go for you, And, and what's ahead in 2024 for Bismarck Schools?
5: Yeah, good question. So, um, we put some good things in place last year we uh implemented a new continuous school improvement plan that we worked on and developed um took input from community and students and staff um and just really listened to the people and uh put in a plan with uh, multiple goals and so now we have a plan in place and we've been working on those things. Part of that plan uh, was to really focus and update on our curriculum. And so we put that plan into place last year um, and have like a four-year rotation where we focus on uh, different areas each year. And then we started that this school year. Uh, And so our staff have been working on updating their curriculum um, and uh, making sure that it's aligned with the new standards that the state has. And so our staff have really been doing a lot of work, um, very precise work uh, to put everything in place so that we're giving our students the very best at Bismarck.
3: So uh, how does 2024 shape up? Uh, there are just so many changes that have been going on over the last few years for everyone.
5: You are correct in that. And we we just try to... To keep up with everything um, make sure that we're doing all the things that we need to be doing as a school Um, we're always working on climate and culture and making sure that our students um, feel comfortable here Um, one of the top priorities that we always have is safety and security and uh, we have uh, resource officers on staff and uh, always updating and making our plans better and just keeping our kids safe, trying to make this a, a good environment for them to receive an education. And, um, and then, as I've already stated, you know, putting plans in place so that we, we are uh, keeping things updated and trying to do some good work for our students.
3: Well, Dr. Sylvie, I really appreciate your time this morning. I wish we had more time to talk about the schools. We'll do that next month, maybe. But uh, thank you so much, and Merry Christmas to you and everyone in the Bismarck School District.
5: Absolutely. Thank you so much, and Merry Christmas.
3: All right. We'll talk to you next month. That is Dr. Michael Sylvie. He's the superintendent of the Bismarck Schools with the Bismarck School Report here on KFMO. Merry Christmas, everybody. It's 9 o'clock, and it's Friday.
1: AM 1240 KFMO, the Parkland's freedom leader.
0: And online at KFMO.com.
1: We the people.